0: The views and opinions of this podcast are of those of the host, the guests, and that's it. The views do not reflect family members, employment, or anything else. The main cast podcast is an area where everyone can be themselves honestly and truthfully. And we are also striving to make a space that is safe for anyone anyone despite whatever sex gender age or ability may be the main cast podcast is a safe place for everyone to come listen laugh enjoy and share thank you very much Coming to you live from the greatest city in the world, Memphis, Tennessee. This is the main cast podcast presented by your host, Professor Christopher. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Settle in. Settle on in. You know, I've been, I've been pie, podding for a minute and you know, when there's a topic or something that I specifically want to talk about, I usually just like write it down and then eventually I get to it. maybe like the day that I write it down, I'm able to get to it. Maybe uh, two or three recording sessions it might take me that long to 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 actually get to that one specific topic. But well, there's one topic that I have been skipping over for a while. And now I'm, I'm just going to come on out and, and and do this one. Because it keeps popping up and it, and it keeps annoying me. So, you know what? Better time than now, while it's fresh on my mind, to just go on ahead and do it. Now you ask you, now, now, what topic is this, big dog? What you, what you, what you talking about? Well, I see. Well, today I saw a video on Facebook. It was a Chris Rock video, um, and he was on stage swearing he was saying something that was like super profound and and everything like that right um so he says um the only people who are granted well I'm, i'm paraphrasing at this point but the only people who are given unconditional love are women children and pets or dogs Specifically. Women, children, and dogs. And men are left out in the cold. As far as unconditional love is concerned. They're left out in the cold unless. Unless they are providing something. Right. This is. A common trope now on the internet that men are agreeing with, I mean, is remixed in several different ways. Uh, women don't love men without them being able to provide some kind of whatever. All it comes down to is if I am a man and I am not producing something for someone. Then I will not be loved unconditionally. Well, ladies and gentlemen, fine listeners of this amazing, amazing podcast, let me tell you that there is absolutely no such thing as unconditional love for anybody. Anybody, there's no such thing as unconditional love for anybody. Men, women, children, and dogs. Well, pets, we'll just say pets too. There's no such thing as unconditional love. From from person to person or from person to animal. Unless we're talking about deities that people pray to or people believe in. You know, we we looking at you big Jesus. Like if it's not Jesus or if it's not whatever whoever your um your belief system is lined up for you to, you know, to pray to or or to worship or whatever, you're not getting unconditional love from anybody but them. So let's just start there. So if it's not a deity then you you know you could just forget you just forget anything about unconditional love right it's it's like there's a there's a thing there's a joke on the internet where people say when people learn when they finally learn a word they can't let it go and i think unconditional may be one of those words where people are just saying it because it sounds it sounds it sounds proper Within the context of the sentence, but I don't think people are thinking about this the right way. I really don't. I mean, everybody has their own opinions and thoughts and things of that nature, but at some point, you just gotta be like, nah bro. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily think that that's it. You're close." But it ain't it. Like I was saying. There is no such thing. As unconditional love. Now. There is a concept. Of love that exists. You know where you're giving. Your all. And you're expecting someone. To give their all. um, Back to you. Right. And. And. It is also a thing that is taught in religion sometimes. And that word is agape. You know, that is pretty much the fatherly love of God for humans as well as the human reciprocal love for God. So basically, you're loving everything in the way that I just said that Jesus loves us if if you are a christian it's the way that jesus provides his his tender love and care for us no matter what it is that we do you know they say he 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 died for our sins correct whose sins are you dying for in 2022 nobody tell you that now i mean you you love your family right you're not dying for their sins. You may die protecting them. But then, I mean, that's that's the most extreme case that that anybody could, could think of in which, you know, the love for your family will exceed the love of anything else. But even then, that's, that's due to conditions as well. What conditions I don't know, but you no. Know, if you get there, you get there. You don't. You don't. But here, here's one of the things that that I figure, because um, there's such a big outcry now for, for uh, what it is that's called unconditional love for men. I think what's happening is there was once a point in time where appreciation. Was shown and now men are asking for the verbal appreciation this point you know just, just you know just gas me up you know give me a thank you or some compliments or or you know sit me aside and let me know that my efforts are greatly appreciated you know something like that but what it used to be Appreciation may not have been as verbalized as maybe it should have been, but it was verbalized via actions. And I say, it, and I got it written down on my notes, AKA the big piece of chicken project. And what I mean by that is the, the ultimate way to show respect and appreciation for the man of the house who's getting up, going to work every single day. No matter what rain, sleet, snow, tornadoes, uh, hurricanes, tsunamis, heat waves, extreme cold, anything and everything. This brother is getting up every day to go to work, to provide for. His family. And when it came down. to chicken night. What happened? Save your daddy. The big piece of chicken. And you wouldn't dare. Eat that big piece of chicken. Because eating that big piece of chicken. Was symbolic. Of respect. And you. Eating that piece of chicken. When your mama told you. Not to was an act of disrespect. And that's what I mean by, you know, appreciation. It's it's more or less needing to be heard at this point than than, than shown. And it can be extremely misconstrued. I mean, even today, right? Let's just say you gave your, your lady a couple hundred dollars For the house. Physical appreciation. Would mean that she would take. Those couple of hundred dollars. And invest it. Into the household. Maybe buying paper towels. Paper plates. Uh. Febreze air fresheners. Things that the house. Actually needs. A plunger. An extra plunger. Uh. Uh, Some mop and glow. Extra mop. jet, uh, What do they call it? Swiffer. Something. Something to, to put into the house. An act of disrespect. Would be for her to take. Money that was expected to be turned. Into something conducive for the house. And instead she got her nails done. Or she got or she she bought some sweaters that no one needed or a bunch of stuff or she went to Starbucks instead right she didn't respect that you got up that you were getting up every day, no matter what to go to work to 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 provide funds to keep the house afloat. Nope she just went on and did her own thing she knew that the money was not hers. As far as spending it on whatever, she knew that it was expected to, that if I give you this money, I need you to go turn it into something for the house. And on the same tip, an act of appreciation, you gave her the money for the bills, light bill, cable, cell phone, mortgage, cars, insurance, whatever. And she takes this money, and in return, pays the bills on time. If you pay them, if you pay them a little late or something or whatever, because you know payday f- fell funny or whatever, cool, right? But let's just say in a perfect world, you had the money for the bills before, before the due date. An active appreciation would mean that she would have them paid. On time. An act of disrespect and unappreciativeness would be that she more than likely held on to the money until everything was past due. And now you have to work harder for the next go around because now you have accumulated late fees. Right? Right? No, I, don't, I like I said, I don't. I don't think people are thinking too too greatly about you know what it is, uh, what you know this 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 thing that they're asking for. I don't. I don't think that they know exactly you know what's going on. Because they 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 are listening to these these videos with these tidbits, and they're getting lost in it. They're getting lost in the message. But in turn, they're actually getting what they're what. They feel like yeah, you're actually getting everything that you're asking for but you really haven't brainstormed enough to understand that you are getting what you're what you're supposed to be getting you know it's the difference I'm assuming nowadays you know you know just for for esteem and you know just to keep going positive reinforcement I would say you know um Generation really doesn't believe in positive reinforcement because for whatever reason, just like in another Chris Rock video, uh, this man said that you're not supposed to applaud a fish for swimming, which basically means you're not supposed to applaud people for doing things that they're supposed to be doing, such as taking care of the kids, cooking dinner, uh, helping them with their homework, blase, 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 and that's not true. That is never ever been true that might have been true when he was growing up you know however now with the with the push of mental health and 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 how to you know to keep yourself out of the out of the gutter of of poor mental health there's ways around it you know there's there's verbal confirmations and 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 of course, like I said, the the physical confirmations of 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 loving someone, right, and in their in their contributions. Like I understand, you know, you can't always reward people for doing well. However, a compliment here or there, aka positive reinforcement, could be the difference between a person giving up completely and a person. Tightening their bootstraps. And continuing on. Through whatever. whatever Trials and tribulations. That they have. For example. If you see a woman. And she. Of course she has multiple jobs. She may or may not have a man in the house. But she's doing everything that she can. For her children. She doesn't. She doesn't miss sporting events, recitals, anything of that nature. This woman is run down. She is tired. And it feels like every time she gets ahead, maybe, just maybe, something's going to happen that makes her feel like she's taking two steps forward and one step back all the time. She's on the verge On the verge of depression and just letting it all go, right? And then what happens? Happy Mother's Day. She's getting gifts and she's getting the confirmation that her kids understand everything that she is doing. Everything that she's doing for the household and for them. They recognize how tired she is. And they recognize that on some days, you know, some days are better than others. So they've gone all out for Mother's Day. Gifts, cards, money, uh, breakfast in bed, maybe a pedicure, manicure, whatever, right? Because it's Mother's Day. Imagine, you know, follow along with me. Imagine if her children skipped Mother's Day after all of the pain and sacrifice, getting up for work when she didn't feel like it, staying up for little Jimmy's basketball game, you know, especially when he hit that game winner, right? Imagine you do all that work. Mother's Day comes and it goes and you get nothing. Imagine how livid you would be. Mother's Day is nothing but positive a day of positive reinforcement. Father's Day should be the same. Tit for tat, right? Because fathers tend to do the same things that mothers do, but just differently. Right? I'm just saying, you know, we can go with that. So now I have questions. You know, because they say it, like I said, unconditional love only exists for women, children, children and dogs we'll just put pets in parentheses right this is where we're at this is what we are discussing but if there was unconditional love if unconditional love exists then why why is there divorce if I'm supposed to love that. Uh, okay, I've been to, to several weddings, and the theme is always constant until death does us part. You know, you know they do the sickness and wealth and all that, sickness and health, uh, all the jazz, right? But until death does us part. Not once have I heard until death does us part or. We mutually decide that this marriage is not a good idea anymore. Never heard it. Never heard it. Never heard it. So if there was unconditional love, where you were supposed to marry and love a person until the day that you die, then why are people getting divorces? Why does divorce exist? Why can't I go to school and become a divorce lawyer? Or a family attorney or something like that? You know? Why is that a thing if unconditional love can exists? Why? 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 If that was the case. That wouldn't be a thing. I would have to put up. If I was that kind if I was that kind of person I would have to put up with my spouse gaining crazy weight right nope this isn't this isn't my struggle or anything like that I'm not weight shaming or anything like that but that's that's part of this. hey as fickle as marriage is nowadays gaining a little weight can, can basically end up being a a a reason for a person. To want to dissolve their marriage because you aren't the same person that they married. But you are, but you're just 25 to 35 pounds heavier. She's been burning the biscuits for six months. And every time she does it, she pisses you off, right? Now you want to leave because you thought that she could at least cook biscuits, bake the biscuits, whatever, right? She leaves a ring in the tub or, or, you know, she farts in her sleep too much. Her hair sheds everywhere. All of these annoyances could be a reason why a brother would want to leave. Petty, yes, but they could be a reason why. And if there was unconditional love, that would not bother him. He would embrace these things. You gain a little weight? Cool. What you want to do about it? You want to keep it or you want to lose it? Come on, babe. Let's come up with a plan. Hey, your hair consistently sheds all over the place. Let's get you this scarf. Let's get you a bonnet. Perhaps we need to go to some sort of doctor to see why your hair is doing this. Or maybe there's some other way that we could keep you from shedding like a German Shepherd. Hey babe, I've noticed that every time you try to bake the biscuits, you burn them. Now, I'm no expert myself, but I could do a, a, a mighty fine biscuit. Do you mind showing me what you do when you put the biscuits in the oven? We can correct this together. Right? That's what unconditional love would tell you to do. It wouldn't tell you, damn, bro, she can't do nothing. Cheat on this bitch, bro. It wouldn't, it, no, that would not be happening. That would not be a thing. And I also ask you know, if unconditional love exists, then why? Why are there so many children who are still in foster care? Why are there so many children that are homeless? why is it a problem to help children in need they get unconditional love right so that means if they did they would not have to suffer through these things there are children who are going to consistently age out of the foster care with no additional resources or anything like that. And, that, and why? Well, primarily because the, the, the maybe the child's placements weren't always up to par. Maybe they ran a few times. Maybe they didn't get along with a couple of families, right? But if there was unconditional love for that particular child. They would have found a way to make it work right. Because we're talking about unconditional love. Or maybe that child's uh, profile and background is just way too much for an adopted family to take on. If there was such things as unconditional love, that would not matter. It would not matter if this child's father was unknown and the mother was drug addicted and they found the child in the bath in, in 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 a garbage can or something like that a story like that may just be too much for an adopted family to take on we want something lighter we want something easier to maintain you know we're not trying to adopt a kid with that much baggage right But unconditional love exists for children, right? They wouldn't be a foster care to begin with if that was a thing. Well, for the most part, anyway. Why are so many children homeless, right? I mean, the same thing can go into the foster, foster care system. People love children so much they would not struggle with homelessness and hunger. Now for the most part the people that you see the panhandlers that you see are mostly adults. right? The only redeeming thing about being a homeless child is that you have some sort of reprieve. You can go to the library. You can go to hell. You can go to school. There's places that you could go for a couple of hours to at least be sheltered in some sort of way. It just gets hard when these things close. Where do you sleep? Where do you go? Right? And if unconditional love actually existed and why is it a problem finding resources for children making sure that there's funding there within your own individual state to make sure that the children in need will always have some sort of resources on hand it's not true there's a uh especially if you need mental and behavioral health some states are just plumb out of luck as far as what they're able to provide for the children males and females especially with females but we we'll, we we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in just a little bit of time right but you know these are these are the recipients of unconditional love correct but I just, I just, I just gave you three, pro- a couple of problems off the top of my head that I know, that children go through, right? But the love is unconditional. These aren't just your children; these are children, period. They're not making distinctions. They're saying that children are recipients of unconditional love, and that is not true. The children getting their, their blocks knocked off right now as we speak. By someone who is supposed to love and care for them, right? In an abusive way, putting them in danger is not a loving environment. It's not conducive of love. That is pain. That is torture. That is something that a child should not have to go through. You know, but there's people who are So strung out on having the struggle Olympics that they're forgetting what children go through, what women go through, and hell, what animals typically can go through at times. All because of how they are misunderstanding how their efforts are being appreciated and interpreted, right? So, I also ask you, if unconditional love exists for women, and why are so many of them getting beaten and battered? Now, I'm talking legitimately beaten and battered. Like, they're they're not the aggressor aggressor or anything. They've done nothing, right? Now, I, I know... That, that you know on TV or whatever you may see, you know that, that self defense and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about women who are they could just be walking through the house. Old boy comes home from from some kind of of traumatic episode. He might have got fired from work. He could have you know been. At the bar drinking and got into a fight there. Still riled up and drunk and comes home and serves up a couple of black eyes. This is the woman that you're supposed to love, right? She's getting beaten and battered. She's getting abused. She's not being loved the way that she's supposed to. Because you're putting your foot in her guts every every time she does something wrong. Every time you feel she's talking back to you when all she was doing was asking a simple question or making an easy request. Mike, pick your boots up. I've been cleaning the house all day. Please don't do this. Could you please not leave your underwear all over the place? Could you please do this or could you please do that? And then... Here comes the abuse, right? Unconditional love, right? Eh? And these same women are ending up in... Women's shelters. Just because they, can't, they they can't survive within the home without getting a fist put through their nose every time something goes wrong or he has the urge to do so. You know, battering abuse. There's no way that you're saying that there's unconditional love. Because unconditional love would, would, would keep you from abusing your spouse. Because you wouldn't want to see them in pain, you wouldn't want them to see, want to see them bloodied, injured, or anything like that. But yet, that's not, is not what is going on, you know. Spousal abuse. There's, um, is women being being killed by by their husbands all the time, for, for nothing. There's women being harassed on the streets and killed for for turning down phone numbers, right? And advances. There's women that are having their bodies took by you know some pervert, you know who, who gets his gets his rocks off while a woman is yelling and screaming and pleading for her life. But there's unconditional love for women. And, like, these aren't extreme cases. These are cases that happen all the time. We're not talking about just loving the person in your homes. We're talking about loving people all together. There's a, a, they're saying a godly love. They didn't say a godly love for the people in your home. It was a godly love for people who are surrounding you. This is what unconditional love basically is mocking, right? Or emulating, I'll say that. Not mocking, but emulating. This is where we are, right? If unconditional love exists for women, it would be extremely easy for them to find mental and behavioral health care. Just like children, they also have issues with finding these resources. Why? Because. Typically what happens. If a woman is looking for a diagnosis. Especially when she is a young child. Well this thats just. The nature of women. We can't identify any kind of mental behavioral health diagnosis right now for her until she gets a little older. They don't do that for for young boys. They're able to identify something like that for young boys. Typically, it takes longer for them to identify what could potentially be mentally and behaviorally wrong with females. Because of some some deep down ideology that women's hormones make them do things that may register as unstable mentally and behaviorally, right? And you don't know if she's actually able to be diagnosed something until she gets a little bit older, unless it's just a hundred thousand percent obvious, right? But this baby needs help. This child, this woman needs help now. Unconditional love will say, hey, well, come on in. I understand. I understand the stereotypes that that you go through when they're trying to figure out what mental and behavioral health issues that you may have. But let's try to figure something out for you anyway. Against what everyone would probably have to say. Let's get this figured out for you, because you deserve to live a life that is equal to your peers, right? Equal to your peers who may not broadcast if they have the same struggles or not, right? And like I said, these are just ideas of 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 struggles and things that women shouldn't have or children shouldn't have if unconditional love actually exists. Because if there was love enough from people in the world, then they wouldn't have these struggles. Like men are complaining about not being appreciated for paying the life bill or being able to help get juniors some cleats for for, for sports or have a little residual income so that mom can, you know, get some Starbucks or, or get her nails done and, and or get her eyebrows threaded or waxed or whatever it is, you know. You're crying about that, right? And at the same time, they're ignoring the struggles of others because they're not feeling appreciated. It's a little bit arrogant. It's a little unfair. And if we want to do better, we have to acknowledge that everybody is struggling. There's no specific struggle that that precedes another. Right? A struggle is a struggle. And I have another set of questions. If unconditional love Pets and animals actually existing. And why are so many animals abused? You know, you know, these pets are supposed to basically be humans' best friends, right? We're talking about we're not talking about like fish necessarily, but we're talking about dogs and cats. Let's just keep it there, dogs and cats. Chris Rock said dogs, but will include cats too. But these animals are abused. The way that that people say this, animals are are just given everything. You're never going to find a case where animals are given less than at all. And the same is going to go for how they view women and children. You'll never find a case. In their eyes, you'll never find a case of them having to suffer or have wrongdoings put upon them. Right? And if unconditional love actually exists, then why? Why are pounds... Overrun with unlovable, the unlovable, unadoptable animals who are eventually going to end up euthanized, right? Unconditional love will say, hey, this pit bull is a little aggressive and and is missing an eyeball. However, I understand that this particular pit bull was bred for fighting. They have clipped this baby's ears. The tail, I don't know where it's at, the rest of it. I will take this pet into my home, train it up, and love it, love it the best that I can until death does us part. Now, you you see videos on the internet where people do just that, right? But those are those are like the small percentage issues right because again like I, like I stated earlier the internet is really good with blowing up small percentile issues in, in situations but on the whole scale this is not happening for for pets who are deemed unlovable and they're not meeting a certain aesthetic for a family right. You, you can go on like the website for like the Memphis Animal Society or whatever they call it right now, and you'll see all kinds of pets. They may be they got a little age on them. They may have a couple of issues on them. Unconditional love will say, "Hey, I don't care how old this dog is. I don't care if this dog looks uh, looks like they they've been in the dryer because it's as fuzzy as they are." I don't care that this dog has, you know, um, stage four stomach cancer or something like that. I'm going to take on this dog anyway. Because Unconditional Love would say we will forget all of that. But no, that's not what happens. They get to petting around with the dog or whatever. And they ask the attendant, like, what? well, well. well What's the history with this one? Well, this is Fido, and um, well, uh, he was a stray. He's been he's been neutered. Uh, he also, you know, he he has you know uh, a a muscle issue in which his body just shuts down and he just falls out sometimes. And then like, oh, he's a nice dog, but no, no, thank you. Unconditional love will say, "Well, oh, okay, you know he has he has a muscular issue that causes him to fall out and lose control of his body. I'm going to bring this dog into my home anyway, and I'm going to make I'm going to make sure that we have everything that this dog needs, even if we have to you know, get a little red wagon to to to, to carry around." When we take this dog out to the park or something like that. You know, we're going to make this happen. But it doesn't happen because you're not meeting the, the aesthetic and you're not really meeting any condition that a family would want to take on a pet that they did, I mean, that they haven't seen be breeded. Because, you know, they say don't uh, shop and don't breed. Like they're not gonna take that chance. They would rather find the pet with the least amount of issues and the pet that fits the aesthetic for those family photos the best. But unconditional love, right? This is this is where we are. Just ignore everybody else's struggle because somebody didn't acknowledge that you paid for. Pay for a year's worth of Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus or something like that, right? This is where we're at. Struggle, we're we're, we're struggling to understand everyone else's plight because we feel unappreciated. but you're not being unappreciated you you just aren't being I don't I don't know I guess you you're just not getting what you, you're not it's not giving what it's supposed to give I guess as far as what you're expecting and what you're getting I'm not exactly sure how to fix it But I know that we more than likely shouldn't be quick to, so quick to complain or so quick to, for some, some millionaire comedian to tell you that your life isn't really going the way that it's supposed to be as a man because somebody isn't, you know, constantly thanking you and groveling at your feet 24 hours a day just because you paid the remaining balance. On the layaway out of Walmart. Check this out because if if you actually love me with that unconditional care, that agape that I just told you that I told you about a while back, right? I mean, even you can even look it up. Agape, unconditional love. You, doing, you do me that same way and I do you that same way, right? There is nothing, there is nothing that you could do wrong to me that would ever change the way that I would feel about you. Nothing. But I know that that doesn't exist. The 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 thing that people aren't really confessing is their love is conditional. More or less it's transactional. Right? I'll I'll love you if you do this, this, and this for me. Right? That's what that's what I feel transactional love is. You have to do something for me. And in return. I'll give you a little bit of love. That's not where you want to be. I don't think that's where anyone wants to be. But that's where a lot of people are. Because despite. What they're seeing. Their esteem is saying well hey. Hey. I got a piece of somebody. I'm not gonna let it go. With Jesus, I am tired. I am so tired of having having to do all of this just to get just to get a little little shred of love. Right? I think a lot of us would re- would would love to be in the unconditional thing, but it's just really unrealistic. Most people would probably enjoy being in a conditional type of deal, right? Conditionally, it gives you, you know, a little little leeway to make mistakes, to learn, and to grow, right? However, if something really egregious were to happen, you you clearly at this point breaking the conditions that would keep you contracted to stay. Right? I'm talking abuse, attempted murder, poisoning. Try to run somebody over with a car. You know, you just can't get your differences out of the way. Conditional. It's conditions, right? For most for the most part, people have mutual agreements on what conditions work best for them. This is why a divorce court exists because once those conditions are not met anymore and things go from conditional to transactional oh no it's about to be over this isn't what I signed up for. Now, me myself, I know I'm know I'm working in the conditional. I don't do transactional. Nope. It's the, the quickest way to get used for everything that you got, right? Mm-mm. No, conditional. And I would expect that people would treat me the same. If one of my best friends were to haul off and and, and to start beating women and, and abusing drugs, you have voided a condition in which our friendship would be conducive. Will I try will we try to get you some help? Yes. At that point, our friendship can be salvaged. If you are refusing to seek help or any treatment for the drugs, then, my brother, there's really really nothing else that we can do. You know, abuse of your spouse, something that we're not going to tolerate. Neglect of your children, we're not going to tolerate that either. You have voided a condition of friendship. I cannot be friends with you. I cannot associate with you. Cause you're smacking women around and you don't see your kids. Can't do it. And I would expect people to treat me the same way. I would expect to be treated the same way. We're all meeting conditions. If, and, you know, just for the hell of it, most people are successfully maintaining these conditions. And only to the point, like I just stated, when they become transactional only, then you're in trouble. Then something needs to happen uh, a separation. You know, I'm not advising anybody to get a divorce or anything like that. But I'm also just saying, you know, just, just take a look at where you are. If the only time that you're getting love and admiration is when you're doing things. Then you might need to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out when you decided that you was going to let that happen. Alright, don't blame the other person first. What did you do? But what didn't you do to stop this? But I could go on and on about this. We can have a conversation about it. Or you could just listen to Let This Die. But hopefully, hopefully, we could get this going to where more men are able to think. No one. Is receiving love unconditionally out here, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself for having these for for instigating the struggle Olympics like you do, especially if your family is showing you appreciation. Even if it's a way that you don't, that you didn't necessarily agree to, but you never had the conversation on what appreciation looks like to you. Most, most things can be done and changed with a simple conversation. Well, all parties are able to listen and not talk over each other. Understand my point of view, find the disconnect, and improve. Can we do that? Thank you for listening to the main cast podcast, one of Good Pod's favorite podcasts. Hopefully. Is one of your new favorites as well. Now remember, please, please, please give this podcast your subscription. Please give this podcast a rating. Please give this podcast comments. The more activity that you guys do, the better it is for this podcast to potentially move up And algorithms and potentially be listed on your favorite avenues such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, and more. Again, I would like to thank you all for listening to this podcast and have a good rest of your day.